0: You're listening to a fresh new podcast on healing, spiritual development, nutrition, energy work, and sometimes aliens. From the owner of the celebrity acclaimed Raw Republic Juice Bar and Wellness Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, Sheena Manina. Yes, that's her real name. This is Raw Talk with Sheena.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, okay, let's be honest. It is Raw Talk. It's ten eighteen p.m. on a Friday night. This is what the cool people are doing. Sure are. Chilling. Not at the Holiday Inn. Okay. Um, that's how the whole day is felt. <laughs> so <laughs> here's a breakdown of what's happening in the world, you guys. All of you I know know that it's Mercury retrograde. It is also the happenings of a solstice. And we have a new moon. So that's three major things. You got that? You feeling it? I'm feeling it hard. Does it feel good?
0: Feels pretty hard (laughs) right
1: now. Oh, just to introduce you guys to this guest. um, Her name is Amberly. Hi, for
0: the first time, it's me, Amberly.
1: <laughs> We've had such a weird day. It's not. It's gonna get better. I promise. the um, The conversation is gonna start rolling, and it's gonna be the best one yet. Because you know what happens best when you're tired as shit. Channeling. Channeling. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Creativity. Crazy healing. Like yes. crazy energy work, mm-hmm. crazy meditations, basically everything. Crazy stuff. Just off the chain sort of situation. So let's get it rolling, okay? Let's get it popping. First of all, how have you been feeling Mercury retrograde, Amberly?
0: Tired is the only word. I've never <laughs> felt more fatigued in my entire life. You
1: think that's a Mercury retrograde thing?
0: It's not a normal Amberly Carter thing. I know. That's for sure. I know. It's definitely it's hitting me hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fatigue to the umpteenth degree. Um, I've had moments of anger. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know. Oh. <laughs> did you know that? Yeah. You did. you you knew it. You walk into my office and you're like, Why are you angry? I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm pulling tarot cards. Mm. You're like, oh, you're angry. I'm like, I'm not
1: angry. <laughs> it's pretty loud. I'm glad that you're admitting it. Yeah. It only took you four hours. It did take me four hours. It's okay. <laughs> I accept you. I accept you for that situation. I don't even know why I'm angry. Well, I didn't know why. I know. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's like the first time you've been angry in like our entire six friend. months. Yeah. Our entire friendship. The extension of our entire friendship yep it's pretty good don't worry about it um yeah shit got real we had a silent dinner at pizza dominica i feel bad <laughs> it's okay you, you, you gonna cry no you were gonna cry i wasn't gonna cry
0: is that why you're laughing at me at dinner
1: no uh, dinner was just terrible because there was a football game on oh yeah
0: well it wasn't even nfl it was college
1: football right yeah. worse
0: I'm to the back of the mic. <laughs> Can you
1: guys hear sound. Amberly? <laughs> <laughs> this is how we improve our sound. It's getting better, I promise. Um, yeah, but then we had ice cream. Yeah, things got better.
0: The ice cream was pretty stellar. It was the best ice cream we've ever had. Yeah, but it's also homemade. Yeah, with real ingredients, which makes me happy.
1: Don't make people think that you turned that ice cream, Amberly.
0: I churn what I want with my mind. You didn't churn it. I didn't churn it, but somebody else was paid to churn it. Yeah.
1: We are talking about food today. That's the plan. Yes. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't know that. I wasn't going to tell you because I like springing things on you. Yeah, you do. We're talking about food because food is important and we eat every single day. You know? Yes, we do. We probably don't have to, but we do. We eat every single day. It's something that happens for most people.
0: Most people. Yes,
1: most people. Yeah, We're not talking about you breatharians, okay?
0: Breatharians are cool. Don't hate on the breatharians.
1: I don't hate on the breatharians. Stassi one time asked me if she could be a breatharian, and I said no.
0: No. She doesn't qualify. She's not allowed. <laughs> she, she would be fired in two seconds. Right. Yeah. That
1: would not work. Neither can any of you, okay? No one listening is allowed to just exist on air. <laughs> if that is the case for any any one of our listeners, we would like you to reach out to us immediately. Yes. Our email address is sheena at rawrepublicjuice.com, and we would like to hear from you. For everyone else, we're going to talk about other things that you can put into your mouth besides air that can provide... Don't get dirty. Wow, I didn't think about that, but... Yeah, I caught that okay. one. Okay, you're horny. Have, no, no, most people... <laughs> Mercury
0: and retrograde, yeah.
1: Does right that make them? you horny? No. No, it doesn't. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I'm, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a watermelon juice with the sparkling water, too, today? No, but you did. I literally had two. So you're horny. I'm not horny. It didn't work. <laughs>
0: That's because you're so tired. You have literally been working since like four o'clock this morning and it's yeah. almost midnight and you went to bed at midnight. What is what is your deal? Really? What are you? <laughs> are you you're a
1: Pleiadian. It's official. Okay. Back to what I'm trying to talk about. <laughs> Silence. Um, Amberly made me drink a watermelon juice mixed with gerald steiner which is my new favorite thing Uh i love it so much i love mixing the juices with the sparkling water it's so good it's
0: like a spritzer spritzer.
1: yeah and i used to never like fizziness but you told me that the gerald steiner is so good for me and also it has a little salt in it so it brings out the flavor of everything else that you mix with it so we have gerald steiner here now so that you can mix it with your juices Seemingly counterintuitive, and let me just bring this up because a lot of people in the raw food, vegan food, health food industry will say that sparkling water is not good for you.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be mean about this shit tonight. It's okay. Just be real. I am always. It's a conversation we must have.
0: I'm never fake. I know. Can't hide my Don't friends. hold it back tonight though, I'm okay? Not
1: All right. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me what to do, Sheena. (laughs) I know you hate that. She's going to get mean again, and it scares me. Okay. We are going to start off by talking about controversial topic number one. Uh Uh-huh. Do you know what it is? No. you like,
0: surprising me. It starts with an F. What controversial things start with the letter F? What
1: controversial things regarding food... Uh Start with the letter F. A lot. Guess. Fat. No.
0: Fruit. Fruit. I was going to say fruit first. Fruit first. (laughs) But I
1: didn't. No, you didn't. Just kind
0: of shake things up with mercury.
1: All right, so we're going to talk about fruit. Okay. Which legitimately half of the people (laughs) on this universe who think that they are healthy do not eat fruit.
0: I know. Because... They're told not to because it's too high in, quote, unquote, sugar.
1: (laughs) Tell them how you really feel, Amberly.
0: I love fruit so much. Fruit is the bomb. Okay. You want me to tell you about fruit? Yeah. (laughs) Give me the mic. (laughs) It's happening now. Okay. So, so many people are told not to have fruit because... Candida feeds off of sugar. Mm -hmm. Cancer feeds off of sugar. Mm -hmm. You feed off of sugar. Basically, everyone in every single aspect in the world feeds off of sugar. Okay. Newsflash. Duh. (laughs) Sugar is needed by every single cell in your body to operate, especially your brain. Well, your brain runs exclusively off of sugar. But... Not all sugar is the same. So processed carbohydrates are not... I have to I have to define it because people are like, well, I gave up carbs, but I'm eating salad and zucchini all day. I'm like, that's a carb. Okay, so carbs, it's processed carbs. What? <laughs> Just the way that you said carbohydrates. You said... Oh, like at the bank when I was like... One dollar bills you're yeah. like, just ones. it's fine. <laughs> I was born in eighteen seventy six what Carbohydrates
1: traits <laughs> I know
0: what are you saying?
1: You said carbohydrates. The term is carbohydrates. Wow, okay. I just won't be able to hear you say it. 17 times.
0: Carbohydrates.
1: Or just say
0: carbs. Oh my gosh. Okay, carbs. Okay. Processed carbs. Okay. Oh, let's take a deep breath, everyone. (laughs) Deep breath in. And out.
1: God, I feel so much better.
0: Doesn't that feel so good? Yeah. Okay, let's restart. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay, so carbohydrates, okay, so processed carbs, and um, every single cell in your body runs off of sugar, but not every sugar is the same. So fruits and root vegetables in particular have fructose, Uh which is a different sugar profile from other carbohydrates. Very good. Yeah. Like Uh, what? Like oatmeal quinoa, uh, zucchini, uh, like above ground vegetables, broccoli, all that, all that good, good in the hood stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, It's different. So (laughs) (laughs) above ground vegetables is a whole nother ball game. We're not going to get into tonight because we're talking about fruit. So people are told not to eat fruit because it's too high in sugar. But last time I checked, People did not catch candida from a banana. So that's what I'm, I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> Can we clarify that people don't catch candida? <laughs> I know. I know that. But I'm, I'm saying don't be afraid to eat fruit because, because it's not going to, like, kickstart an overgrowth of candida. Even if, like, that's like saying, oh, you are addicted to oxygen, Like you, but it's like, well, yeah, if somebody put their hand over my mouth and constricted or restricted my oxygen supply, I would want more of it because I need it to survive. That's how carbs are for people. So when you're restricting carbs or not eating the right types of carbs, you want more of them. So you're going to crave them. And do you have, you have some problems going on, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good. Okay. So anyway, for, for
1: Gina,
0: you're having issues. I don't know. Should we talk about this?
1: Do you have something to say about it? Do you have anything that could help people with it? No. Okay, then we no, can't no, bring no. it up. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll so. will later. Okay, we'll talk about it later.
0: Gina's having some, some menstrual issues right now.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> We're just saying that. That's it. So people aren't like wait, waiting, you know, anyway. Okay. So fruit is amazing. It's good for your brain. It's good for every single cell in the body to operate efficiently, and it contains so many vitamins and nutrients in general. It is amazing. So don't don't
1: don't hate on fruit. Yeah. I want to talk about the energetic profile of eating fruit and what I've seen in four years of juicing clients whereby there's been a, a section of people who don't eat fruit or any sugar. Mm-hmm. There is a constant energy... Um, how do I say this? There is a pattern in those people energetically. Mm -hmm. That is not true for people who do eat fruit. Mm -hmm. It involves anxiety. Mm -hmm. It involves sadness. It involves... A lack of... A lack of energy, a lack of vibration... Mm -hmm. A lack of luster.
0: Lack of vitality,
1: yeah. Luster is a good word for vitality. <laughs> lack of luster. <laughs>
0: lack luster.
1: <laughs> Lackluster. But it truly is something that is sad. Mm-hmm. Because what they're eating is matching their vibration and keeping their vibration at that vibration. So they're matching what they're eating with where they're vibrating. So these people are vibrating at a a level of um, anxiousness and also depression. Mm -hmm. And you can say that food can cause your mood to increase or decrease. You can say that you choose your food based on your mood. So they are one and the same. They're very connected. So I do feel that if these clients would start to incorporate more fruit, it would at least on a biological level, cellular level, start to raise their vibration and raise their energy and raise their passion for living. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that is a major thing for us to talk about because when you're attached to not eating fruit, because I've been there, I've done that for long periods of time, you are really attached to this mindset Mm -hmm. that you're not supposed to eat fruit. You're not supposed to eat carbohydrates. I mean, at the time in which I was not eating fruit, I was also not eating carbohydrates.
0: Define that define carbs for you.
1: I was not eating anything with sugar
0: anything with sugar nothing As in you only ate meat
1: and no nope. no and i really didn't eat meat either what
0: did you eat <laughs> air you were a breatharian what are you uh,
1: um there was a period of time where i existed i will give you the rundown what on what mean? i ate Stay. okay i would wake up in the morning i would drink lemon water that's a carb okay that is a carb that's a really low glycemic carb. Okay, right. Go continue. Um, I would drink green juice with no fruit. That's carbs. That's sugar. That's carbs and sugar. Okay. Um, I wouldn't eat any fruit that was sweet. I wouldn't eat any pasta. I wouldn't eat any potatoes. Uh huh. Okay, so these are the things that we're missing. You're
0: still eating. You're still eating carbs. They're just. Like, I'm. T- I'm just clearing up miscommunications. Because
1: this is what everyone does. I'm glad you're saying this because this is what everyone But does. I'm saying this because I'm I'm talking from a perspective of, of being unhappy eating that way. But you're ruining my example because you just said that I'm eating carbs.
0: I just like when people specify what carbs... Because I feel like carbs get a bad rap all the time. Everyone's like, cut out carbs or low carb this. But I'm doing greens and I'm like, that's all carbs. You're not saying what it is okay
1: I'm speaking inappropriately (laughs) (laughs) okay continue just continue Um, for a long period of time I wasn't eating sweet fruit I wasn't eating any sugar I wasn't eating any honey (laughs) (laughs) I'm wondering if I'm going to say that I'm eating something you're gonna be like well that's a fruit fuck (laughs) shit This is going to be the first explicit podcast. Sorry, everyone. Jesus. I told you it's because we're tired. Um, This is when the best shit comes out. I wasn't sure if you were going to say something like, oh, well, that's a fruit. A cucumber is a fruit. I feel like we're playing Taboo right now. (laughs) Have you ever played that board game? No, I didn't play board games and I didn't like cartoons. Do you know nothing about me? Okay. Taboo. People help me out.
0: Taboo is a really great board game. Where if you say the wrong word, you I get like buzzed. I am my wrist. Let's not be dramatic. <laughs> I'm buzzing you every time you say the
1: wrong word. Okay, go. Continue. I don't even know where this story can go.
0: Okay, carbs. Sweet fruit, just fruit. Go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so for a period of time, this was my day, okay? Uh-huh. I was trying to give an example of how such a low-carb diet makes you unhappy because it was not... Boring. To exist off of two or three green juices a day. Salad only. Carbs. Was I eating a high carb diet at this point, Am? You were eating an all carb diet. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it. I don't know how to finish telling my story. I've loved giving you a hard time. This is fun. I'm not going to define anything. By any terminology, I'm just going to say what I ate. And I'm going to tell everyone that for me, it wasn't fun for a period of time. Okay? Uh So water. I'm sorry. Let me start off the day (laughs) properly. Coffee enema.
0: Oh, wow. Ow.
1: (laughs) Water with lemon. (laughs) You're not over the coffee enema thing? Okay. <laughs> Two or three green juices with lemon only. No fruit. Okay.
0: Did you just wear a Depends all day and just
1: <laughs> crap your pants? Like, oops, I crap my pants? No, that didn't really happen. because Probably because I was doing an enema every day. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. <laughs> and, literally. <laughs> okay. Literally. Um, what else maybe I would have a deep roots juice salad for lunch salad for dinner um how long ago was this maybe some quinoa <laughs> this is an all-carb diet I'm I just said the importance of my story doesn't come from me defining what it was that I ate it was just for me to explain what I ate okay because I, you, I literally have no idea what you I know, because you're not letting me get to the point of the story. <laughs> okay. Okay, so this was my train of thought for a very long period of time, that I had to eat the most, I had to consume the most amount of greens with the lowest amount of sugar. Oh,
0: okay, got
1: it. While the lowest amount of excavating from a very aggressive enema or colonic standpoint, My colon, okay? That's what I felt like I had to do to be in a healthy place. Why did I feel that way? Because for years and long periods of time of my life, I was on medications. Mm -hmm. and never felt that I was reaching a state of optimal health. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I never reached that. So I felt that the only, in my mind, all I could conceptualize was, I haven't done something like big enough or I haven't I haven't been stringent enough. I haven't like So you overcompensated to the extreme. Of course. Yeah. And it didn't even seem extreme to me at a time at that time. I was expecting like, to live like helped. that forever. Right.
0: Because that was health
1: to you. Because that's what everyone else was saying uh-huh. was the um route uh-huh. to a candida-free life, a, a life where your hormones are in balance. Like the way that I was made to feel about my health because of what the industry and media says is that something's wrong with me because of something that I had done in the past, because of all the processed foods that I had eaten as a child, because of all the medications that I had eaten as a child. (laughs) lots of medications, (laughs) eating lots of medications and pharmaceuticals and, um, yeah. What else? Pharmaceuticals, medications. Yeah. Just that I had basically created a situation that had to be remedied by only eating foods of optimal health, which in that, Group of people means all greens, as many greens as possible. Mm -hmm. No sweet fruit. (laughs) A cucumber is a fruit. It's not sweet. Did I make? Did I make my point? For the love. Yeah, you did. Finally, God. Like tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like I meant sweet fruit, like mangoes, apples, like things like that. Not a bananas. Lot of people
0: refer to <laughs> cucumbers and tomatoes as fruit though.
1: Okay. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> okay. So anyway, moral of the story, point of the story, was that it was a really difficult way to live. Yes. But you know what, Amberly? There wasn't a lot of support. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of support. And still isn't for eating what you want, including more nutrients in that, and including a healthy, energetic component to that. Most people leave out the most important thing that I feel that is actually shifting my health now, which is the energy component. No one ever told me, maybe your hormones are effed up because you're not spending enough time taking care of yourself. You're not spending enough time not worrying. You're not spending enough time doing something fun to get out of your brain Mm -hmm. and just exist and be and and have like a feminine way of living where you're just receiving and being. Mm -hmm. No one talks about that being an integral part of female health or hormonal health. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's significant. It's so significant. It's mm-hmm. very true. I want that to absorb because it's not, for me, it happened to be hormones. It still is. It's definitely something that's still rebalancing, obviously. But for other people, it may be something else. It may be manifested in eczema or psoriasis or a skin condition or IBS, Mm -hmm. which absolutely would improve with a a fresh look on what you're consuming. Obviously, those things are very um, responsive to changes in diet, Mm -hmm. But the energetic component is just as important, if not more. Mm -hmm. There are incredibly healthy people in the world who are are only happy and eat like crap, right? Mm -hmm. Did I say healthy? They're incredibly healthy because they're happy.
0: They're only happy because they eat like crap. That's
1: kind of true. There are incredibly healthy people who smoke because they're happy, right? They live...
0: Maybe.
1: They live a life of so much joy Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter that they smoke. That's true. Did I tell you this once? That they
0: actually have some studies... I know, I'm going to talk nerdy just for like two seconds. Of nuns and monks...
1: They like dissected their brains after after they died. They dissected not during. <laughs> it wasn't during their life that they dissected their brains. <laughs> oh <Okay>. no! no. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Just want to make sure.
0: Okay. Um. They looked at their brains and the beta amyloid plaques that are present in Alzheimer's and dementia patients. They were like filled in their brains and they the brains looked like they were that of an Alzheimer's patient, but the monks and the nuns never displayed any behavioral signs of Alzheimer's and dementia. They were completely fine up until death. But isn't that interesting? Because I feel like their lifestyle was, you know, joy and love and connection and energetically Mm -hmm. it's very even keeled and, and very calming and peaceful and, and joyous where, you know, somebody who actually is showing displays of Alzheimer's and dementia might not even have half of the beta
1: amyloid plaques in their brain as that of the nuns and the monks. Isn't that crazy? You have to decipher the assumption. You have to explain the assumption because I'm not getting it. Okay. The the moral of the
0: story is that to prove your point energetically that you can you can have uh, it, a certain lifestyle that could be indicative of um, unhealthiness oh, or energetic. you can show or you could even have like disease in your body but you would never know it or display it or die from it because you are so joyous and happy in your life and it's on an energetic level you would never like display it or turn on a gene per se to express it. Got it get it yeah. yeah i was supporting what you were saying That's
1: all. That's a really good example.
0: Thanks. Now that I like that. Well,
1: now that I understood it. Yeah. Once you said the big word, I was like, oh. You lost. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. So yeah, I want this to to serve as inspiration for people who feel trapped by something that they've been told by a healthcare practitioner or a nutritionist or a functional medicine doctor or a naturopathic doctor or anyone that says for you to attain a certain level of health you have to be massively restrictive if someone tells you not to eat any fruit or not to eat any gluten or not to eat any sugar or not to eat any meat or not to eat any dairy or not to eat any fat or not to eat any carbohydrates like turn your brain on remember this podcast (laughs) and say to yourself what am i doing what am i doing why am i doing it why am i alive I mean, how did we get here?
0: How did we get here before processed foods that are 100 calorie packs and low
1: fat, low sugar? You love talking about 100 calorie packs. It's like your favorite thing. I just they're <laughs> you say it, they're You say they're ridiculous. Um, they're the
0: perfect example. They're the ultimate example. I know.
1: I know. You love them. I know. I'm going to get you a 100 calorie pack Don't. to keep in your office Don't. to use as an example because you will pull it out every single day. And they think of me. <laughs> fly out
0: of my
1: they don't. Yeah, they know you don't like them. Yeah. I want you guys to remember this. I there nothing. I I know that nothing makes me sadder than someone saying, "You can never do this again. You can never have this again. You can never eat this again. This is bad for you." I make such positive. Eating decisions now that I feel that I don't have any rules based on how to eat because of me, of Amberly. Truly. Wait, really? Yes. That's awesome. Do you not remember me telling you what I ate when you first asked what I ate? Oh yeah, I remember being over. Yeah, you were in Covington. Yeah. And I was like,
0: yeah, I was like kind of silent. I was just kind of feeling you out. And you were like, yeah, I take this supplement, I do this, I do that. I was like, she's doing it
1: wrong. I didn't tell you about the clonics. You didn't, but I had a feeling.
0: I had a feeling. I had an inkling that you were, or the enemas,
1: putting something up your butt. The coffee. It was fun. Let me just say that. Mm-hmm. It does give you a little boost. <laughs> in, the, in the AM. <laughs> in the ASS. Yeah. In the AM morning time (laughs) is what I meant meant. but it it was not a sustainable way of living it just wasn't for me there may be many people who feel differently there may be many people who listen to this podcast who want to exist just on green juice and just on salads and greens and it makes them happy And, and if it does make you happy then most likely it will be really beneficial for you but in my heart of hearts I felt that it was what I had to do, mm-hmm. but it was not what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and so it really didn't it provide. Not you would have
0: instinctively done.
1: It did not provide a state of health and happiness for me.
0: Because it's not something you would have chosen for yourself instinctively. Like if you give, if you put a piece of broccoli and. A pineapple, a piece of pineapple in front of a baby. The baby's obviously always going to go for the pineapple. Or even if you're comparing a vegetable like to a vegetable. Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm talking about greens versus fruits and vegetables. Like, you're talking about things that people are saying yes. you have to have, like kale and right. all, bok choy, whatever. But you can't have fruit because it's too much sugar. That's what I'm comparing. But a baby, instinctively, is always going to go for the fruit. Because it has way more nutrients in it. Mm-hmm. It's not about the sugar. I mean, their brains. technically it is about the sugar. But it's the type of sugar that every single cell, every single cell in your body mm-hmm. operates off mm-hmm. of. It's what kickstarts the metabolism mm-hmm. from for running. So you do need fruit. You can't just drink greens all day. I mean, you can if, if that's what's aligned with you. But... But if you're feeling guilty for wanting a banana, like one of my clients today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, right. this, I'm just saying this is a real thing for people. Like, this isn't a ridiculous statement.
1: Oh, not at all. Yeah. I remember being there.
0: Yeah.
1: And when you're in that state, it, you're not craving a banana. <laughs> what I mean. When you're in that state of, oh of just drinking green juice or just eating salads or just eating greens, you don't want a banana. You want a brownie oh, yeah. because you're so out of alignment and mm-hmm. so out of balance. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember working in New York and one of the CEOs of one of the biggest juice companies in the world was convinced by natural doctors, naturopathic doctors, doctors leading in blood research and all of this, okay, that he needed to eat a strictly, quote, unquote, alkaline diet, okay, meaning, <laughs> Amberly's rolling her eyes, side note, <laughs> shush, <laughs> So this person, I won't even say if this person is a male or a female because I don't want to out them at all. I just want to say, I knew this person would drink dog, would drink green juice all day, and go home and eat packs of Oreos. Mm-hmm. That's okay, that's the reality. People. That's the reality of leading a restrictive diet. And It's
0: not a hundred calorie pack Oreos. It's not.
1: It's not. And you're laughing, but this is I'm a very laughing. this is really serious. I'm not laughing. I know you're not. You're not laughing. No. I would say that this is the way that I felt and lived for four years. After which after being bulimic, anorexic, a binge eater, like this is Wait, you were all these things? Yes. Wow. Yes told you this. Wow. Mhm. Yeah, it's been a struggle for real. And it was for me just another method of control. Mhm. What can I restrict?
0: Do you think that that's it for everyone or do you think it's different for everyone? Too good.
1: I think a lot of people who especially especially people who are seeking that response from someone I was seeking the, I was seeking a method of control regarding my eating because I wanted it to create a certain outcome so I was seeking information that would say don't eat gluten don't eat sugar because if I could affirm that then I would have ammunition to have a very restrictive diet that i believed would create the ultimate thinness mm-hmm. right the ultimate goal mm-hmm. like the only thing in life that matters right yeah so that's that was the way in in which i went about it mm-hmm. and so i just I just want to use what I feel now, which is a lot of freedom and a lot of joy and a lot of carefree ness regarding eating, but it it was not easy. And it also required having your support. And so I know that not everyone can work with you, obviously, but Okay, everyone can work with Amberly. (laughs) She said it right here, right now. If you can't... Finding someone who is in alignment with supporting you and all of you, all of you meaning the energetic part of you that has emotion and feeling regarding what you're eating and also the feeling of... Contentment regarding your food. So, someone who's not saying you can only have, you know, a, a, a small fist size of this mm-hmm. and a little pinky size of this, and you can have a pinch of this, and you can have about five calories of this, and you can weigh this on a scale that you should keep in your kitchen. No. I mean, Walk away. Walk away. Like, I say that with so much love. Walk away from the doctors that are saying, like, you you will have this unless you take this pill. You will have this unless you stop eating this. You have this. You have this allergy. You have this food sensitivity. Blah, 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 blah. You have this disease. Like, take ownership of the fact that you don't have anything that you don't want to have. There's nothing that's a part of your field that you can't shift. Take ownership of that. Feel it. Feel it to its utmost reality so that it becomes your new reality. That no matter what you've been told in the past, you can shift beyond what that means for you. And I will now list, I wrote this down, I'm not going to remember everything, but I'll take a picture of it and put it on my Instagram. These are the following things that I have been diagnosed with by a medical doctor. Ready? Ready? Polycystic ovary syndrome, hyperthyroidism, hypoglycemia, MTHFR, double F, M, whatever the F, mutation, Hashimoto's, anemia, um, uh, what else? Acne. Oh, cystic acne, um, rosacea. Which was one of the first things that I had. That's hilarious. Um, what else? So many things. Um, regarding my period. Maybe, I don't know. Like slower? I don't remember. Slower. I can't remember if it was hypo or hyperthyroidism. Okay. What are some other things re- relating to your period? Because I was diagnosed with everything. Oh, yeah, I already said that. Polycystic ovary syndrome, they said that I may have fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia or fibroids? I don't know. Probably both. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember you saying that you, that you had, like, 40 different mm-hmm. diagnoses. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy, mm-hmm. especially the rosacea and cystic acne. Yeah. It's actually kind of funny. Yeah. And so well, it's perfect.
1: It's not perfect, but...
0: Thank you. It's
1: pretty perfect. Um, yeah, and I'm really happy to say today that I diagnosed myself with nothing, with so I don't have any of those things. You have help. Thank you so much to all of my doctors who have been there for me in the past. I really am so thankful for the ones that fixed my wrist when I broke my wrist. I'm so thankful for the ones that I went to as a child, um... And I'm thankful for the ones that diagnosed me with all of these things because without this being a part of my past, I wouldn't have this experience to talk about. And I feel really passionately about your capacity to shift your health beyond just what you eat, bringing in a spiritual component, an energetic component, having people there to support you in this journey, and also trusting your guidance, trusting the people that you are reaching out to to help you, trusting your gut when someone tells you something or doesn't tell you something, knowing what is right for your body and beginning to trust what's best for you in every aspect. Because that's the difference between being healthy and not, not whether or not you eat gluten. Because it doesn't make you a bad person to eat pasta. Mm -hmm. Okay, all you fellow curly haired Italian girls. That's me. That's not you, Amberly. Your hair is not curly. Oh
0: my gosh,
1: my (laughs) hair is the curliest. It's not like mine. You don't get like, you don't get crimpy curls like this. Can't even talk to you. Can't even talk to you. Am, my curls turn into a dreadlock after day number two. She she figured it out. <laughs> now I feel awkward. You're not awkward. So full disclosure, I am still regulating what has been a lifelong battle of can of regular of not having regular periods, and I know that there are people, so many people out there who are in the same boat. I have been. From the time that I was 12 years old until the time I was 21 years old, I was on birth control. Every single type of birth control possibly created in in every sort of form, patch, pill, shot, everything. Um, I'm going to get shot, but I wish that no one was on birth control. I swear it is the worst way to prevent pregnancy it is the most harmful way to your body to prevent pregnancy. I can't stop babbling I have about this. I am something that I want to blow up. Do it. If we're going to get shot, we're going to get
0: shot together. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. Okay. So this, um, I won't say names or anything, but okay. Well, I'll say that it's my mom because she told me it's fine if I talk about this. Okay. My mom's the client or the patient, but I won't say who the doctor is. By the way, we love doctors, P.S. Doctors are wonderful, but some, just like any any other practitioners out there, there are going to be some who have been misled. So, this is one of those cases. Um, so, one time, this is what, this is the thing that drove me to doing what I do today. So, my mom went in, this was like 10 years ago, to... A doctor to get her blood sugar tested and it was 92 which is like pre-diabetic but in this case she might as well be dead so (laughs) this was an extreme case of a doctor freaking out Um, so she was forced to go see the registered dietitian on staff for a meal plan so the meal plan for a diabetic was the following a two-ounce bagel, which is a, you know, processed carb, for breakfast with low-fat cheese or one tablespoon of margarine, margarine, not real butter, all chemicals. Um, for a snack, six saltine crackers uh, with a tablespoon of peanut butter. For lunch, you can have a sandwich with two slices of bread, lean meats. Lettuce, tomato, and low carb vegetables, which is probably like a lettuce, more lettuce. <laughs> uh, the snack is, after that is a third cup of nuts. The dinner is a lean meat, one slice of bread, and a salad. And the dessert is Yo Play light yogurt, which is pretty much high fructose corn syrup, and then sugar free jello. How on earth does that have any life in it for a person who is battling something that is, you know, energetically wrong? Okay, not only that, she was then handed a pamphlet (laughs) that on the pamphlet, it says, advanced medical directive slash living will and organ donation. Then her doctor proceeded to tell her, that if she doesn't go on medication, the next time she sees her, she will be in the grave. So that's not typical for a lot of cases out there. This is an extreme case that, you know, this doctor was obviously trying to instill a lot of fear in her, which it worked uh, because she cried the whole way home and was escorted out of her office because my mom refused, refused to take insulin shots for sugar of 92. So normal blood sugar is between 75, 85 ish. So 92 is, it's not like it was 800, you know, which it can get that bad. Um, so, and blood sugar fluctuates throughout an entire day anyway. So even if this was fasting, It varies depending on what's going on with your body. Even blood pressure is the same way. Like anything that you're measuring changes within an instant. So just because, say you have a blood sugar of 200 even or 300, that doesn't mean that you are chronically going to have blood sugar problems the rest of your life. You can easily change that. Same thing with blood pressure, cholesterol, anything like that. Those are... Easy things to change. I mean, I don't want to say it's easy because it is a lifestyle behavioral change, but it is definitely fixable. It's not like you. The cure for that is, oh, um, it's lifelong medication. Lifelong medication, or yeah, it's It's not not
1: even necessary. Right, it can change
0: it. It's not a a blood high blood sugar is not an uh, insulin injection deficiency. Like, that's not how it works. It's not a, a drug deficiency. It, it doesn't make any sense to me why you would fight a disease with chemicals instead of antioxidants, fruit, real things grown from the earth, exposed to the sun, exposed to the soil, the water. Everything that we're made of organically, all the matter that we're made of, why are we not eating those things to to boost everything that we're made of it doesn't make sense right so any doctor or any person in general any practitioner anybody it could be your yoga friend next to you if they're diagnosing you with something it doesn't even matter what you're diagnosed with it's where do you want to go Like, where do you want to get your health to to be? That's what matters the most. Don't get locked into a diagnosis because that's not you. That doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. The more you talk about a diagnosis, the more you're setting it into your body and telling your body, this is me. This is my new reality. So you want to talk about your health in a positive manner, in a positive way. Even if you were diagnosed with something, you have the power to shift that completely.
1: Awesome. Awesome. You're so awesome. (laughs) It really is so empowering. I hope that no one feels overwhelmed and no one feels alone in this. Um, We are obviously always available for support. But most of all, you have yourself now and you have a knowing and our assurance that you have the potential for optimal health and wellness based on whatever it is that you want to eat, whatever it is that you don't want to eat, and most importantly, just creating a state of happiness and peacefulness and love. Mm -hmm. The vibration of love for yourself and with other people is so healing. Mm -hmm. Being in a situation of joy can surpass any other situation.
0: Do we have time for me to talk about my journey real fast? Yes. Okay, I'll just say it real fast. So your journey is that you had a lot of uh, like it was what was it? Bulimia but just Did you not listen to me? No, restriction wise. Like uh, anorexia, bulimia, yeah. whatever. Just okay. a whole bunch of things. Yeah. yeah. So mine wasn't didn't manifest in that way per se, but it still manifested in college when I felt like I uh, was doing so much and was being fed so, no pun intended, being fed so many things from my nutrition class professor and, and health professors, everything, who were telling us you know, the food pyramid and counting calories and exercising three to five times a week and all this kind of stuff. And I got obsessive over numbers and number crunching and figuring out the science behind everything. And I thought I had it down to a science and was exercising uh, twice a day, some days and doing so much cardio and Running up to eight miles and uh, just going, you <laughs> know, you're making me laugh. So just going, 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 and not wanting to eat that much or anything that I did eat. I was <laughs> judging or um, trying to restrict things and. And eating processed foods that were – that's why I always use the term 100-calorie packs because everything was about calories and and counting things and counting carbs. And the whole time I was going through this, I was heavier than ever, and I wasn't eating fruit. I wasn't eating fresh vegetables. Sometimes I would have a can of beans for dinner. Uh, I would have a veggie burger for lunch wrapped in a lettuce wrap, I just kept restricting more and more and exercising more and more and wasn't seeing any weight loss or or not even that, but um, I had mental fatigue and um, was tired all the time. I had painful periods. I had, you know, bad skin, all this kind of stuff. So the more I restricted, the more I had problems, and the more that I I cut out meat, I cut out dairy, uh, I cut out, you know, just basically everything. And if you were to combine all the diets out there in America today, you would be eating nothing, absolutely nothing, because it is cutting out, cutting out, cutting out, cutting out. It's never... You know, do this, do that. Everything has to be a lifestyle, not a diet. There's a reason why diet is spelled D I E T. (laughs) Just letting you know, it's a little joke. But anyway, so you want to eat as a lifestyle, not a restrictive crash weight loss diet. You want it to be a manageable lifestyle. And things are going to come up where maybe you do want a cocktail or maybe you do want a dessert or pizza or whatever it is. 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, if you eat well, 20% have whatever it is that you want. So even that, I don't like putting those numbers or restrictions on it because you want to get to a point where you don't think about it and you're instinctively reaching for things that are nutrient-dense and wholesome and bringing you life and and vitality and uh, wholeness and wellness and overall well-being. So that would be the biggest thing that I would say is just not to restrict yourself of foods that are so nutrient-dense like fruit to bring it back full circle. So anyone who's telling you, you know, don't eat fruit, um, my suggestion would be to try it out. Unless you have some sort of um, serious reaction towards it, then at that point I would definitely say look more into uh, the processing of the fruit or the sprays on it because I used to personally be quote-unquote allergic to strawberries until I had organic strawberries So I would always break out into um, a cold sweat and have an allergic reaction but until I had organic strawberries. So it might be the processing of the food, not the food itself that you are actually allergic to. So um, that is another thing. But I could go on all night about that. And um, I guess we will... Wrap that up. What what do you think, Sheen? Run over here. This is the best podcast night ever. We have to show a picture of what you're going through right now, probably. (laughs) I'm
1: naked. (laughs) Why are you
0: why are you naked? Yeah,
1: really. We'll talk
0: about it later. Why do you have a a rug around you? (laughs) Your meditation rug. I say we we need to call it a night mercury retrograde style it's been real it's been fun but it ain't been real fun
1: I hope this get this gets to everyone I hope it gets uploaded uploaded you just never know during mercury retrograde <laughs> God, I can't. We'll talk about what's actually happening at the present moment at another time when it's when it's real funny, because right now it is not real funny. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for giving us a platform to tell our story. We're so excited to be touring and to be doing healings all over the United States for the rest of 2016. We just got back from Austin, which was amazing. We'll be in Houston on September 20th. We're going to be in Los Angeles, September 23rd. We're going to be in Boston, November 13th, and we'll be doing, I'm sorry, November 12th. We'll be doing healing sessions in all those locations. Please email us to coordinate. We have a few bookings left, though Amberly preemptively posted it on her Instagram. So we are already halfway booked. We'll squeeze you in. We can do it. We're so excited to meet you guys. Please listen and share with your friends, anyone that you know that can be helped by this information. And yeah, follow us on Instagram and Snapchat where you know it's even realer than this. We love you guys. Good night.